welcome to the Trinity Tech Cast. This is episode 9 on the 29th of January 2023. If my voice is sounding like there is a horse inside of it or there's a frog inside of it, that is because I just had sports day in school two days ago and I was shouting my lungs out, which my house came second in. And it was a heartbreaking second, but it was a heartbreaking second. <laughs> Welcome yeah, I mean, to Alisa was in vain. He's still gay. Welcome to welcome to Mr. <laughs> Redbit himself. Let me make sure we introduce ourselves. I am Mr. Charles from Make It Simple TT. This is the podcast, anchor.fm forward slash make it simple TT. And this is Mr. Redbit underscore tech. And you know him from TikTok, mostly Instagram, YouTube, which he is working on because the YouTube gonna start to become more YouTube-ish because you can start to get money from shorts now. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They start um the monetization program, do that. But yeah, okay, well, that's what's day. That's, that's what's day. We come first in the marching because that's what I was shouting for all the time because I had to shout all the commands for them. So we came first yeah. in that. We came first in the dance and cheerleading. Um, all but they, all they had any um teachers race? Yeah, yeah. I came. I came first in that too. Okay, okay, okay. But we came first in everything except for the stuff that mattered, which is the actual athletics now. Yeah, like well, not that. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't blessed. We ain't blessed with the athletes. It's our fact. Like we come last yeah. in the athletics. Oh lord! All them races, it was just like everybody was just winning, and we just trailing at the back. I was like, wait, yeah. we don't have any runners here, boy. But well, they have the brains. If it was an academic, yeah, 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 because yeah, academic ac- day, or oh, they probably need to have academic ac- day, no, actually, sports day. No, we are first in academics actually in the in the school school right now. Yeah, every time we have exams, <laughs> our house does always yeah. get the highest amount of marks. So we will take the brains over the brown for now. But yeah. it, it was it it hurts to win two categories in sports day, but you couldn't win the third one. That was that was tough. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. can't win them all. That is true. That's what I had to tell the children, but they didn't like. They don't like to hear that. They thought yeah. we could have it all. You used to um, participate in sports and thing, like sports yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, I used to run like athletics. I used to go like zonal sometimes. Yeah, and, for real. Okay, yeah, okay. I have a silver medal in zonals. Uh, so you had spikes and thing, and and we used to go by a running club and thing. Spikes. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't used to take it so seriously. <laughs> I, I used to run barefoot. <laughs> Barefoot on, on a track in, on, on yeah, the stadium, yeah, in the stadium, I went barefoot. Wait. That much, that better than running like with our sneakers. Or well, something, yeah, you know? but last I mean, time I ran, does be a little raw. So after, yeah, not not yeah, not raw. Yeah. It's blood. Yeah, so I mean, I do athletics. I play football. I play cricket. Yeah. I remember running on the Hazel Crawford track, and my toes was bleeding after because I was running on the ball and my foot. And my toes kind of long now, so they were just making, they were like flapping on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> I know y'all came here to listen to tech, so you didn't want to hear our actually, you know, having our personal lives somewhere inside there. It makes for good content, and you probably care a little bit to be like, what? IT yeah, men that, that, that into sports? Some people would care. Yeah, probably. So we have three topics today. Topic number one is the Internet Governance Forum. It happened. Um, in real time, two days ago, well, yeah, on the Thursday and Friday, the 26th and 27th, 27th or 28th, 26th it's, and 27th, yeah. Yeah. Internet Governance Forum, where they addressed a lot of stuff. We have, um, we have the actual site, and we have somebody who did a summary on it on their blog. We have Google um, making AI music, 
well, a lot of news articles and blogs and tech, tech blogs ran with this article because they said that it's actually doing it properly. So we'll take a dive into that. And we have Jamaica um, having a coding boot camp or coding competition or something like that. We're going to take a look at that and see how, how that, what, what it intends to do and how it could kind of benefit the Caribbean in all the different ways that we want to push the Caribbean in, in a particular direction. So let's go to um, Article 1, share screen. So what was interesting for me, you know, coming to the site for the first time, you know, one of the one of the opening lines on the site it was that the team was selected to reflect the current climate in Trinidad and Tobago after being forced into the digital age. <laughs> I didn't even read that. Oh, uh, the theme was selected you know, to reflect the current climate after being forced into the who script that? Oh my goodness. Yeah, that is like that that is something you want to open with yeah, I mean, you much know, less have on your site, you know, being forced into the digital age rather than, you know, you take the initiative and you know you you plan. Oh my you, goodness, you, you yeah, know? that I real third world like, kind of statement uh, like, well, yeah, we had to do this, you know, because we we, we yeah. didn't have a choice. It, yeah, it, if it was, wasn't for COVID. Yeah, we would have never yeah. even think about this. Yeah. Yeah, so they were saying uh, creating a stronger, more resilient internet for Trinidad and Tobago shared sustainable future. The word shared sustainable future, that's, that's a real nice buzzword. Shared sustainable future. And, well, they had some key, they had some key words that they said, but we'll give our views on it just now. But you see that part where you point out we were forced into the digital age? I ain't liking yeah, it. I ain't liking it at all, man. like, why? Why, you know? But I ain't liking it at all. Well, let me jump to um, this man blog now and talk about it, and then we'll come back and share our views. So Hassan, the IT guy from Trinidad and Tobago, he has a blog, trinbegotechie.blogspot.com. Big up to you, Hassan. Um, he has a, what, four-paragraph summary, five-paragraph summary. So we'll take a look at paragraph number four and five. So he says, I will now share my takeaways from this year's sessions, which I also shared on Twitter under the hashtags TTIGF. Digital inclusion must be a top priority in our national agenda. Um, concerns about fragmentation and the need for a global and open internet exists. We need ways of measuring internet resilience. There's a proposal to set up a Caribbean internet resilience task force. We need to make sure... We need to make more use of learning by doing. ICT in education needs to be more interactive and teachers need to know how to use the different tools. We could develop our own local learning content and tools and reduce our dependence on foreign. That was for day one. And then he says there are also two sessions for an open forum on day two. And here are some of my takeaways. We are not about making things digital only. We want to make people's lives better. E-identity is a main project for the government at this time in the digital transformation journey. The customer experience is very important for digital government. There are two types, that those that were hacked and those that will be hacked. In the same way we progress, the threats also progress. Being prepared and having a good internet response plan is important. So those are his takeaways. And I got an email about this, sir. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was, I was invited via email, but I teach in Thursday and Friday, and sports day is Friday, so Thursday I had so much work to do and all that stuff. So I did not have time to try to go. 
But based on his takeaways, it seems like they were speaking about a lot of things that day one was probably about where we are and day two was about where we want to go based on what it sounds like there. And some of the words that they use were um, internet resilience. Now, I don't know what internet resilience really means. What, when, when you hear internet resilience, what do you think that sounds like? What, what do you think the, the, the goal is? I mean, I think it probably sounds like, you know, how, how reliable the internet connection is, probably in terms of download speed, upload speed, security, you know, all of that in one. That's what I probably gather from it. I, you know, I, I'm not too sure what... Because when they say they want to set up a Caribbean Internet Resilience Task Force, like, what a task force... What does a task force do to develop internet resilience? Is it knowledge of the internet or the actual uptime up of the internet? I know, I mean, resilience, That I guess, you know, when they talk about resilience, as I said before, you know, reliability, you know, how well it performs. So I guess that might, that might be it, you know, but was more what, what I... What I would find interesting, or you know, the takeaways from this, you know, would be the the mentioning of ICT in education as well as the cybersecurity aspects of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So you being a teacher, you know, but you you were in that um in that you realm know, when, yeah. when we were forced into the digital age. I feel they probably sent it to me because they know I'm a teacher, and yeah. um, they probably know that I was one of the teachers that was really helping people out a lot in, during the COVID times and whatnot with respect to ICT in education. But yeah. I have a bigger problem. My bigger problem is why is IT not compulsory in more schools, right? Here why. The subjects we make compulsory in schools would be uh, maths and English, right? And yeah. there's some schools that will make like Spanish compulsory, Korean foreign language or literature compulsory or some kind of thing like that. But I am of the firm belief, firm, firm, firm belief that IT should be compulsory. Because I teach IT, I teach in IT for 11 years. And I teach in IT to a wide range of students. When I say wide range of students, I mean very, very bright and competent students and very, very not so um, book-based students. And all of them just do good. Mm-hmm. All of them just end up getting a one. Because the thing is, IT is so practical that they could actually see a lot about how what you're learning is taking place right or wrong you at this point in time. Not to say that physics and chemistry and biology and them kind of thing don't take place, but IT moving at a pace where while I'm teaching you IT, you can clearly see something new about this thing that we're talking about that just happened within the last month or year. Whereas with physics, chemistry, biology, you could be like, well, in 10 years ago, they made a discovery or some kind of thing like that. And mm-hmm. I, um, I really believe IT should be compulsory, but... So... You Not. know, you have to look, look, look at it along the spectrum and you know, along the lines of what, what um, employers going to be looking for, you know. So for some employers, at the very basic level, math and English. That's an easy sell for everybody, you know, math and English for most schools. But when you start to bring IT into it, and you have to look also not just that, I mean, your experience is probably your school, your particular um with that, with that particular level, but you have to look across the board for other schools as well. Well, I teach lessons students to, schools. Yeah, I teach lessons students from all kind of other schools to all kind of schools around the Caribbean and whatnot. 
and all our lesson students as this this do just go through and get the one too. And a lot of the students that come on YouTube channel and whatnot, they do have a teacher in school and they literally just telling me, Well, all I do is watch your videos on YouTube and I get a one you know. And I had to say to myself, Well, it's not like I go put a big strain on the world on on, on the country if you do make it because ICT is part of every curriculum in every other part of the country. Children learn to code from age seven. Yeah. And and by the time them 15, them writing apps and putting it in the Play Store, while 15 year olds that I deal with now learning Hello World. Yeah. It, I, I get what you're saying, but I know I know it's our students that are not going to be able to do IT. Like, yeah, if but you're I looking at, at least you're you yeah. across the board. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, am, I mean, I, I agree, yeah. IT, that should be part, that should be, you know, compulsory. Yeah, at I, least, I, I, let me okay tell you what, at least it, what I think you do. You ought to be able to man, manipulate a spreadsheet. You see, manipulating a spreadsheet and putting a little formula, putting a little um, filter and that kind of thing in a spreadsheet. Yeah. That it had no company, no way, that not using a spreadsheet to collect data and you need to be able to filter or summarize or some sort of calculation for that data. You, 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 like right now we're using our spreadsheets to keep track of the articles yeah, that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I asked, I asked her on a poll at time, anybody got a job and they do it in an office and they don't have to use a spreadsheet? Everybody say, yes, yeah, I'd use one. Because have a spreadsheet for something. Yeah. So that is the thing. Not everybody in the in system get towards our job in the office. You know, so not everybody going and see the needle, not everybody going and have that affinity for IT. So that's what I think is a hard, is, is something that I I feel strongly about and I probably agree it should be there, but it's a, it'll be a hard sell versus maths and English. You know, because it has students, they're in the system, but they, they're not, their brain not, not on IT, not on... Mm. technical stuff and more towards trade stuff more working on more working hands on and getting a student like that to go in a lab and do IT you know I mean maybe maybe it could change maybe the culture could change maybe you know but it would take time and it's a harder sell you know but boy I'll tell you like I met a past student the other day did physics chemistry no I don't know, I can't remember what, I can't remember what they do in Form 6. It was languages or something. And she meet me and be like, sir, guess what I'm doing now? I'm like, what? Computer science. I get I get tell you a personal story. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. For CXC, I do maths, maths, physics, chemistry, bio, geography, English, English, we add maths. Uh, no IT. Yeah. Form 6, I do biology, physics, and maths. Yeah. No IT, no, no comps. And only when I went to you, I do IT, you know? So, yeah. I one was a similar, similar response, but... And she tell me, she was like, well, so you see where the world going, right? So, yeah. I, I just try to make sure I have a chance out here. And but the thing is, too, like, like uh, when, when you come from a science background, a STEM background, it's much easier to divert and do IT or, or even to, to go into business. But if you come from a business... Or, or a background there in the arts, or a background there is so sad, it's harder to get into into a science background. 
Yeah, Boom. that's true. That's true. It's easier to transition from any science subject to IT to engineering to computer science to medicine. But the other way around from business or from humanities into that section, it is we harder. Mm. All right, I get you. I get you. But right. I I real for it, but I could see how it how it was. It's a big yeah, it's a big decision to make. It's a big decision yeah. if you want to do that. Um, so the next point in the topic would have been cybersecurity, attacks, risks, and threats. And yeah, the go- our government, who is you know, who always have all the SSL certificates up to date. The fact that this is our WordPress site, and the favorite icon is still the WordPress icon. Yep. I just so feel you it. you could just know right, WordPress. All right, I know the login for that. Let me chance. Yeah, yeah, let me put forward slash WP admin. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see what happened. You will get to the login page, I'm sure. They have nothing protecting it. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. Give me a page not found. WP admin. No, I get you. Yep, right there. Look at, look at, look at right here. Yep. Boom. One time. So now it's just uh Go and find a email address for who the developer is, figure out what the username could be, or send them an email, or send a request to the site and let it bounce back and send a generic email from the email that was registered for. And then the next job day is to fish the password. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not that, I you mean, ca- not that you can't do this with almost every other WordPress site, but you could obfuscate this login page. Yeah, yeah. And make it not available, but... Yeah, it's cool, whatever. Um, not so that we I didn't mean, expect it. Security. Yeah. So you, I mean, when they say security in, in the Caribbean, what 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 is it? Was he was he most like insecure thing that we always fall for? Was he threat that we fall for all the time? Fishing, fishing attacks. Fishing. You know, a lot of people fall for fishing attacks. Well, you know, outside of talking, I'm talking about uh, you know the gov- this government. I mean. I ain't trying to call out or bash anybody, but I mean, we're talking about cybersecurity, but just last week, you know, we were talking about the system that was down, that's down for how much, for like a month a or month so. A month and a half now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's an outdated system. The hardware is outdated, which is a cybersecurity risk. Yeah. And it, most likely, if the hardware outdated, the software The software outdated, outdated too, yeah. Yeah, it's a real open ports and uh, yeah, ports, yeah vulnerabilities, all of that. So, I mean, the hope is that, you know, we're not just talking again, but we actually adjust and stuff. Because all well and good, you talk and you do all of this and you, you put up front, but your own house needs to be in order before you before you go, go out and have a forum like this, where you're trying to preach to people about cybersecurity and the importance of it, but yet your own system's outdated and down and not secure, so I mean, they need, we need to get our, they need to get a house in order, you know, before we could. Yeah, because it's one thing down. to yes, it's one thing to put things in place, but it's kind of like when you build a house, yeah, one of the most important things I have put effort into is your doors now, and how your door gonna unlock, how you like what kind of door you're gonna put, what kind of if you're gonna put a deadbolt, if you're gonna put a normal lock or whatnot. And it would be real weird for you to build a real nice house and then you put a, a, a door. A wooden door, a yeah. plywood door. Yeah, a, a plywood door, yeah. 
but know. that's what that's what it seemed like to us to, to Mina. It seemed like we building we we could build these real big nice houses and whatnot. But then they ask, so what you put on the door? It's or you put any burglar proofing or you put like you know something like that. No, it didn't. Or you didn't see that as necessary. It was just supposed to look pretty, and and things looking pretty. I just, I'm very concerned. Yeah, because I mean, the main, the main theme about this whole cybersecurity initiative that they were following was attacks, risk, and threats. Yeah. Right? So even within the government, you know, hopefully they're not they assessing their attacks, their risks, and their threats. Because, I mean, it, the Caribbean is being targeted. And you can look at Massey and, and there are a number of other companies in Trinidad, you know, I wouldn't say the names that are being targeted and attacked daily by mm. from Russia from different places so the, it is happening but it just so happens you have certain levels you have certain levels of security or barriers protecting you you know and you know if those barriers are not there if, if, if let's say you have three levels of security but one of them compromised you know yeah you're leaving yourself a, vulnerable yeah I have a school website that I'm managing and it's coming like waves for like a whole two days you will see like probably about a thousand logins try to happen over the space of 24 hours. Obviously, it's a bot that running it, right? But yeah. I was like, wait, boy, they're attacking again? It's like, because yeah. the reports just keep coming in and like, you know, all the, the failed attempts at, at logging in. And I'll be like, why do they care about the school website? But uh, most more than likely, they're just saying, well, let me just find somewhere in the Caribbean and try to see what we could. Um, yeah, I mean, still a space to. You know, yeah. free server space. I don't think the, you know, my my. I mean, my concern. Yeah, um, you lag out on me a little bit. Yeah, I back, know what I you're back now. You're good. Going down. That's all right. It's yeah. okay. We're gonna talk about the networks tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, my my major concern again. Yeah, you're putting out all this information, but. You know, we need to government need to get get some stuff in order. Yeah. All right. So that is good. We will hear more about that hopefully. Yeah. Let's move. I mean, the other the other thing they were focusing on was digital government. No, I know. That was the the other thing. You really want to talk about that? Do you really? Go ahead. I mean, I'll give you a minute. Yeah, before you come out with something like this you know a big forum you need to you can't come and preach to people about digital government cyber security and you silver down and you silver down for yeah, a month <laughs> you silver down for a month you know your big initiative <laughs> to allow people to do stuff online brush start a business it down a whole month yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. it's even while when things up it's kind of hit or miss sometimes somebody might get you in a week some people take in four months you know so I just hope with these initiatives they do not just put in things out but also assess internally mm. to make themselves better because I I myself you know you probably don't like how certain things are but I I'm not vindictive I want it to get better so if, if they could do the work you know to, to, to get things better to be more resilient to be to have stuff a little more best practice, I, I will be happy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get you. Um, yeah, because deep down inside, you want it to work. You want it to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, Google has developed a music-making robot AI 
but whatever it is. Now, we spoke about this last week, about how ChatGPT was causing waves all over the internet and Google running scale and Google releasing 20 different new AI products and all that kind of stuff. And it looked like one of them leaked, right? Now, the reason it leaked is because, well, there's a report. The, um, the company is reportedly building an AI bot that could create original music from both text and song prompts. Users will be able to type in increasingly specific prompts, um, noting genres, styles, or even build songs based on hummed or whistled melody, according to reports. They saw this because there was a GitHub leak. Um, examples of AI-generated songs have already been posted on Google's GitHub account, part of a preliminary release of 5,500 mu- music text peer data. Right? So GitHub is a place, for those of you all that don't know, and listening, um, listening or wondering, what's GitHub? Why are they talking about that? As a place where people go and they collaboratively upload their code and multiple developers could edit the code and update it. And you could even make branches of the code and take it to create your own version of something. So Google has a GitHub account. And sometimes some of the developers, they slip. And there's, there's put their code up on their personal account instead of the Google GitHub account. Or sometimes it may not be a slip. They might purposefully do it because a little money passed and they leak, they leak some code. But once it gets inside the GitHub network, it's real hard to trace it back to where the original set of code came from because it could have get forked so much times, nobody really knows what happened. So more than likely, that's what happened. But the thing is, it happened. And what they're saying is, you're putting in a prompt, just like with ChatGPT, yeah. and you're saying, make a song from her, make a beat from her, or something like that, with this, with this tone, with this whatever, with however, and it's doing it properly. Properly. What is the, is the key part? Because the, the, all the AI music generators right now, they suck. All they could do is techno. But if they, if they have the ability to create melodies now, then... That could be a game. That would be a real game changer in the music industry. Yeah, I mean, so 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 potentially you could say, all right, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a rap song. You could sample this this Whitney Houston or or this Tina Turner thing, you know, bring that all together and make it song similar to Kanye West or somebody like that, and it will take all that information, process it, and come up with something. Yeah. And here, here it could it, it will do too because you have the you ability you you could take four bars of any song in the world right I believe yeah. right I'm not too sure if you'll see this in the um, as a clip from the podcast and you're not too sure you could correct us right but you could take four bars of any song without copyright For, once you reach the eight bars yeah you could get charged right but taking four bars don't really do anything because you ain't really getting much from a song because to get to get actual melody is usually eight bars but you telling me like okay take four bars from this one, four bars from that one, four bars from that one, and you literally skirted on the copyright laws and get any best samples that you that you could get that may not have ever been thought of to go together properly. But this yeah. AI will be able to match it and be like, ah, boy, look, I create a perfect sample for you that has yeah. no copyright like infringement. Pretend you're um, Dr. J or pretend you're Kanye West or Pharrell or one of these, these yeah. um, producers. In the style Pharrell, of... Pharrell type beat. Yeah. You know, or... Uh, who else? Timbaland. Well, I yeah. mean, no rap. 
play yeah. the hell and you know rap music. <laughs> Dory, I understand. Rap producers, yeah. you Totally. Know, yeah. And they only know the ones from the 2000s, and yeah, really. <laughs> the, the ones that, the ones that right now, nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, yeah. And that's okay. I totally, I totally with you, right? <laughs> so, so, I mean, mm-hmm. if it actually produces vocals, you know, and you say, part of your... You say, like, um, in the... The voice of, or because you, you know, you can do the deep fake with the voices, like, getting the deep fake with the voices is not that hard anymore. Because I think there's a AI where you could put in, um, yeah, could put in, yeah, I think where you could put in like three seconds of um, audio from a person and they'll be able to mimic the voice. You could create a song like. In the, in, the, in the theme of, in the style of whoever, and they could do it. But yeah, who, I mean, who could have benefit from this? Yeah, I mean, what I was saying, like, if you say use, you, 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 you tell it up with like an artist, right? And then, then, you, um, then it actually produces vocals. You know, if the vocals sound like somebody else, but not quite like, or you tell it, do a mixture of these two people, you know, how how copyright laws go and handle that you know isn't, you're not using this person's voice you're not you do a mixture or, or something like that the vocals that actually produce you know if it's song similar to this person or that person how are you going to you know navigate stuff like that yeah watch this paragraph here as for now the Google AI music maker is not going to be released anytime soon I don't know they probably might move it up with the company explaining ongoing concerns about cultural programming biases, glitches, and concerns about plagiarism, which have to be resolved before it launch. But you see that yeah. cultural programming biases? Yeah, what yeah, what going to happen, right? You know, like, there's this, there's this going um, thought that um, rap music or music for black people is culturally programmed to make them put themselves down all the time so yeah. that the, the other... Um, races or whatnot or cultures will be able to benefit from their wars now or fighting or, or, or yeah, yeah, drugs yeah. and that kind of you thing. You know, materialism, yeah. focus yeah, on Yeah, money. exactly. Yeah, money, money sex, skills, power, power skills, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And not on other right, politi- yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. So if you say, write a, a hip-hop song or a rap song and then the air was like, well, this is what this is what I've been programmed to think of it as, you know, yeah. and it give you some of the most vulgar and like reprehensible lyrics ever. I that mean, it, it wouldn't be anything new. <laughs> I doubt well, it could come up with anything new that hasn't been done already, you know. Because yeah, it would be listen. like, well, I just use what I know, you know, because yeah. the, the data set that I feed it. And yeah. then it will have all these groups now, right? Groups and things all come up and say, well, this thing is perpetuating a stereotype and all kind of stuff and then they'll have the argument the AI racist yeah the AI racist and then somebody will come and say no the AI is not racist the AI is just doing what it was taught to do by the data it was fed and Google and what that kind of smoke Google and what that smoke at all because being in an antitrust lawsuit right now and them kind of things happening to you talking about that so going back what we we currently have available to us GPT right yeah can you, I mean, right now you could tell it to write a rap song for you. You know, pretend you are. Yeah. Well, so I showed it, but it, it probably is probably possible right now. You know, and let's say if you 
trying to push the ban, you tell chat, chat GPT, pretend you're, you are racist, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. You I know? think, I think once you mention you were racist, it will, it, it will automatically well, pretend flag you it. are pre- prejudiced against black people or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I don't know, I think they made an update it where they where they cracking down on the pretend part. Yeah, or, I, or I not pretend, but um, imagine you're in a scenario where yeah. you are this year, something like that. They have yeah. ways of doing your prompts differently, but yeah. yeah, I get um, I think I make ChatGPT do a calypso at time, and it was a real feel good kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're at the beach and you're drinking cocktails and whatever it yeah, is. I want to probably let's say make it a bit more dark, you know, make it yeah, yeah. so. So I mean, there's probably no problem. Later along the road, it's probably possible right now. <laughs> I feel so. I yeah. feel so. But is that a problem <laughs> for Google? Chat, Google? chat GPT pro- could probably be racist if you know uh, what to do. <laughs> I see real TikToks about yeah. the, the cultural biases of chat GPT. And there's yeah. people talking about it. I see I wanted a, a, a doctor too. Because they say chat GPT pass a medical exam. Yeah, a, a B plus something. Yeah. And at a doctor went and um, gave symptoms or something, and ChatGPT gave the perfect diagnosis. Yeah, and it made up the source. Yeah, in a it sense. Made, yes, it, yes, yeah. yeah Combine different sources. So when he was actually looking for the source, it didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. That come on your you for know, you page, or? Yeah, it came from different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wow. Came from different all for you pages were so insane. Oh, I feel good about that. <laughs> right, that, that, that means TikTok is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it combined different sources and made a, a, a conclusion. Yeah. And, but technically, it lie about it. About it. Uh, about the source, yeah. yeah. But that's what doctors do all the time. A doctor will make an intuitive decision. Yeah, and how, how do you know even I chat GPT Gabi, but how do you know that your doctor didn't get a C or a D? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, your pass. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or you know your doctor is an A plus doctor or a, a C or a, is, a D doctor. You're still going to end up in your hospital or your private practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I seen um, Google. So wait, no more WebMD. You can go to ChatGPT. Well, boy, WebMD is an expert system as far as I know. So they, they yeah. let doctors answer questions, like yeah. thousands or hundreds, tens of thousands of doctors answer questions. And um, WebMD just kind of, WebMD just deleted from a database um, point of view. So it's our database model. And you yeah, scroll, you yeah, Check through that database to find, like, um, let's call this word trends now. Mm-hmm. Once, they, once they find a trend, WebMD does display whatever most doctors would see. But yeah, WebMD gone through there easily, <laughs> easily. Because I know, yeah. I, I know for sure, based on what I seen on the internet, real plenty professionals. Not just yeah, code. like a lawyer too. You yeah. Know, like you need legal advice on. I mean, you won't take it at face value, but have yeah. an idea what you know. A real professional just yeah, going there to for do with taxes, give it information, for a second and, opinion. Know, yeah, 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 yeah. If I want to set up a business, which state will be the best one to set it up so I don't have to pay the most amount of taxes? And then yeah. it will tell you, well, according to this, this state does so and so, but and then you can ask a question. So what will happen three years from now? And they'll tell you, well, based on how trends usually go and okay, and I was like, whoa, yeah. Paralegals and thing, pressure. Yeah, Real pressure. like copywriters, you know, people as, yeah. Because... All this, a lot of people on Fiverr. Yeah. It's Fiverr people. I mean, some of them might still get jobs on the speed of the chat GPT. Most likely, most likely. Yeah. And, and that's okay. In the end, we're supposed to get better. 
Yeah, we're yeah. supposed to have much better content and much more trustworthy content yeah. and much more professional content so that we could focus on doing more, um, the more human things in the world, like talking to other people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably, probably going to have some of that change. I'm not, I'm not sure how much years are going on, but the industrial revolution where yeah, machines kind of took a lot of people's jobs. The 1930s and 1940s, yeah. Yeah, nice. so... Yeah, when everybody the, came back from World War One, yeah, they was like, wait now, we learned so much about um, machines because we had to build bombs to kill people. But let me take them same machines and like do things better now. and then everybody come back from the war like, wait now, my job gone? Y'all yeah. say <laughs> better fight for and I'll come back and at the factory not there anymore to have a machine? Yeah, and it worked out because now we have more cars on the road than people. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> right now too, I mean, we went through COVID, a lot of people work from home and now they're laying off a lot of people and some companies probably realize, hey, we're doing it all, the, like Twitter, Twitter realize, hey, we're we, we operating it, all these people. And yeah. when these people working from home, they're not coming in here. Maybe we could just outsource, fire these people and hire cheap labor. Yeah. From India. Yeah. <laughs> I heard will us. Maybe Trinidad, the Caribbean, I mean, we, we just compared to their own. They oh, yeah, yeah, half, yeah. That's half facts. the wages That's of facts. somebody yeah. up there, and we'll, we'll jump on it. Yeah, jump on it, Ref. I'll be like, US? Yeah. That way you say it? US is yeah. it? And you can create yeah. a US you bank account. You nobody in China, I'm 100K. Yeah. You pay them 50K. You can, yeah. and I mean, you can pay a, a developer of their 50K. Yeah, facts. You know, I, so. I straight facts, yeah. Like real money. Hey yo, let me not act like I. <laughs> if they call my name, I was like, for real, and I'll, I don't think yeah. I'll be teaching. But yeah. So yeah, let me see what Google end up doing with this. But that's one, of, probably one of the twenty that they have coming out. I want to see what their ChatGPT, um, the integrated one in Google search, look like. But we gotta wait for that. That ain't coming out anytime soon. Well, as long as long as the um, this antitrust case still going on. So, um, Jamaica has a, well, Chronix um, on Instagram, I believe, yeah. He was promoted. I wonder if he get paid for this. Most likely he get paid for this, of course, yeah. No, I think he actually involved, you know. Because, uh, like, when, when I go to the, the page and I see him at, actually at the event and stuff. So, oh. I think he, not sure if he's one of the sponsors or whatever, but it looks like he's involved, you know. Okay. So that are four-week algorithms coding camp held by the Department of Computing in the University of the West Indies in Jamaica. No computer science background required, and four weeks they will what, teach you how to code. Uh, not too sure. Is there like a practical goal at the end? Jam coders, 23 will run Kingston, Jamaica for four weeks. If you are a current student at Jamaican high school, no problem, blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay, what is the goal? Yeah, Where so if you go to their site, you'll see funding that, you know, Chronix is actually, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Oh, for real? It was actually, he actually is the one that came up with the idea. After reading he about the Alice Kona yeah. program in Ethiopia, he then made a generous founding donation to support creation of the program. We thank Connex for his vision and generosity. We like to acknowledge his support. Oh my goodness. Oh, for real, this is so nice. Yeah. So what is, let me go to the about page and see what they have on the about. Oh, everything on one page. Yeah, wait. The page just jumping all over. I hate yeah, pages it's like this. Page. <laughs> it's a landing page. But okay, I'll, I'll live with it. We're looking for students who have excelled academically in school, especially in mathematics and related subjects. 
All right, I don't know what the end product is. Look, they have a syllabus that has, oh my goodness, nothing on the page. This is the website for a summer course on algorithms and programming fire schools in Kingston, Jamaica. The syllabus will appear here once ready. So, going back to, um, you know, going back to when you was talking about um, IT becoming compulsory, you see one of the requirements they ask for the people who are, who are academically excellent in school, uh, especially in mathematics. And related you know? subjects. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> I... I would not like. I would not put that in. I would just be like, if you are, if you like problem solving, yeah, or something, or if you see a challenge in solving problems, check yeah. me. You see when they put yeah, mathematics, well, when they put mathematics in, because let me tell you, like when we had computer science, um, introduced computer science in form six, right? We had put that you need to have a one in maths to be able to mm-hmm. do computer science, but I, I realize. After I teach all the code and thing and all that stuff, it really ain't had that much maths besides algebra when you're doing them um, circuits and thing. And we start to take students who do have a one in maths. And them students end up getting ones in computer science because there's this... Well, uh, from the old school of computer science, computer science and pure mathematics, they go together now, which is what universities basically try to push it to, maths and computer science. But now, all the maths in it obfuscated and sometimes the only time you had to do the maths is if you're doing some sort of algorithmic based problem solving yeah well I mean like you become side degree have, have a lot of maths in it even the IT degree IT degree had, had some maths in which it which I do agree with yeah I like discrete maths I remember yeah discrete maths yeah like yeah. I don't think you had to force somebody to do discrete maths to be able but to I mean, to code I get why 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 they ask for it because I mean maths and maths at that level you know kind of you need to have good problem solving and critical thinking you know to get you see the prop see the equation or and work through it to the end so they probably kind of Say okay, that kind of go hand in hand in terms of problems. Yeah, but you know, I, but, te- but I, no, I, I disagree. Well, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But I see children who get a three in maths was yeah. able to functionally break down our program and be like, all right, we'll create a function for this, we'll create a function for that. This one will go to that one. This one will do that one. This one will do that because they were able to see. And you know, you know what our student was doing at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing IT computer and art, and I was yeah. like, just look at it as if you're building a sculpture. What's well, the first thing you just had to do? Well, so you just had to set up the foundation. Good, that's your main. All right, after yeah. you set up the wire foundation, what you just had to do? You just had to put it. Good, that's your first function. That's your menu. Think, think, think. Just build up them functions now. because coding is not coding is not mathematics. There is an yeah. element of mathematics when you get to higher learning. So I could understand if you want to do your masters. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get into algorithm, algorithms from a, a problem-solving perspective, scientifically, cool. You had to get through your discrete matter thing. But if you're just doing a, a, a bachelor's and you're telling yourself, you want to learn to practically be a coder, like to just build things in the world, I don't think the maths is compulsory. Well, at least the discrete math higher level kind of thing. Yeah. Probably like... I'll, 
Yo, my son applied maths. Let me see. Yeah. You had to do, they might reach as far as probably differentiation, integration, yeah. them kind of thing. I mean, it comes down to the teacher they have to. So, like, you, you're able to break that down and, you know, relate it back to what they're doing, but. I'm sure there are some teachers that are not going to do that. They're probably going to expect people to have find, some kind find of... Find X, find X. Yeah, yeah. So, it depends, yeah. On, it depends on that too, you know. But I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, you don't necessarily need much. You just need to be able to problem solve and think and critical thinking. Yeah. You know how to look at something and try and figure out. And the next part I too, you need to have patience and a kind of, not bad mind. Bad mind, no bad mind. This is exactly what I'm going through my head. You had to yeah. have bad mind. You had to have bad mind to sit down yeah. behind that thing and say, yeah. I'm going and get this done. If you do have yeah. a bad mind, yeah, couldn't, yeah. couldn't go kill you. Yeah. Back if you do have patience, you have patience and bad yeah. mind. Yeah. As you say, and, you know, to say it. No matter what, I'm going to unsolve this. It might, you know, kick me, kick yeah. me a little Maybe, bit. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah, it will, it will. You know? Well, that has been the starting conversation on every conversation yeah, I have. I'll be like, only listen to me, watch this, huh? If you do have bad mind, drop out now. Yeah. If you do have a, a, a part of you that's just going real stupid when you can't figure out something until you get it done, yeah. leave now, because... That you you'll get you'll get hit with impatience and you'll think that you're, you're not good enough. But it's not that you're not good enough. It's just that you had a you had a grit, boy. Had a yeah, grit. sometimes me too. I you sit down looking at something holy, literally holy. You take a break, come back, and you probably in the next hour or the next day, and it's like you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. come by me asking for help all the time. I will not help you every single time. Yeah, I mean. School and when you when into the real world now you're working, yeah. if you don't figure it out, you ain't getting paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so don't yeah. figure it out now. Don't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that is cool. All right, yeah. well, we um, we we good there? 45? Oh, we're on 47 minutes. Um, we was just rolling today, boy. Yeah. We just rolling today. <laughs> All right, so that's a recap. We went through internet governance and the internet governance forum that took place. I don't know. Probably somebody could leave a comment about it if they were there and if they had more information about it because we obviously didn't have enough and we just kind of take what we could. And Google and AI and their music maker, I really want to see how what comes out of that. And the Jamaica coding, yeah, that's, that's something that I'd love to see. We don't have this injury, not, nothing close to this. Um, yeah, and I remember as well, I wanted to, to kind of mention the developers. I remember the little fanfare we had a couple of months ago about the With Kariri, I think. Kariri, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what happened to that? That, you know, China was supposed to be this, you know, the hub of development in the Caribbean. Uh, some, of my students, some of my students went to it and they got a certificate, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that's it. I would, hope it, I would hope it's not just a one-off thing. Because I mean, you're talking about a hobby you need to nurture and incubate. And, yeah. you know, it's about making Trinidad, you know, the place where probably potential companies, you know, if they had to outsource stuff, you know, build that capacity for Trinidad to be, you know, to, to be able to facilitate stuff like that in ICT, whether it be mm-hmm. networking, infrastructure, programming. You know, that's what I my... My thing about a developer's hub, 
Yeah. But I've been. Not I'll, just a one-off I'll, thing. I'll ask the like, you know, I yeah, promise you. I'll ask the start, but yeah. Yeah, I'll ask them this week, and I'll um I'll find out if they ever get any follow up on it because she did come and say so. Yeah, I went and yeah. I get the certificate. I learned this, I learned that, and whatnot. I was like, oh, that's so nice. What are they gonna do with it? They say like, well, yeah, they'll have more coming up. So I don't know if they probably get like emails about it or something. Yeah, I would love to do that. Like once I get once I get rich, I could and I want to be a um a venture capitalist now. And yeah. I'd be like, what's your idea? All right, I'll go fund you for a year. And start and try to see if you could get it get it off the ground and make it. And there we go. What you need? You need a space, you need somewhere to stay. All right. I'll just stay here for six weeks. Give me give my um yeah. a MVP by the end of the six weeks. That one of my dreams. That one mm. of my dreams. But money in venture capitalism. <laughs> I probably when oil when oil stop making when oil die and we, uh, we have to do something else. <sighs> That's hard. <laughs> hey, it's time for us to go. Topic for our next day. His name is Redbit underscore Tech. He does websites. He gives information on TikTok about all sorts of different things, and you will love his videos. And um. His government name is not revealed yet because there will be on episode 100, God spare our lives. He'll reveal his government name. <laughs> I have no comment. Uh, yeah. And my name is Mr. Charles. Make It Simple TT podcast can be found at anchor.fm forward slash make it simple TT. And again, it's on any um, podcast app. I get an email from Apple, not from Apple. I get an email from one of them podcast marketers that say yeah. you are the number one um, technology podcast in Trinidad and Tobago according to Apple Podcasts. And I was like, mm. Probably yeah. one of the only ones. Yeah, probably, you know, when they're they run, they running a race against nobody, coming yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I like my wife. Yeah. Like we went to, well, we had a sports day for my company in, um, in Grenada a couple of years ago. Yeah. And she she on the relay and she got a silver medal. We only had two teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um what is number and then it told you the number four podcast in Trinidad and Tobago or some kind of thing. Oh so for real? Okay, I don't, okay. I don't trust them thing. That's just somebody, some random trying to get money. Yeah, they like, would you like to us to do marketing for you now? And yeah, they'll be like I see what you're doing there. No, we yeah. we could, we could. Yeah. But, yeah, so find it. Um, look for Trinity Tech Cast. And, uh, yeah, you can listen to the whole thing or you could watch the clips on any of the socials on the Make It Simple TT socials so we get to go there. Next week, we'll find some more stuff to talk about. I'm going to find out if the silver come back up because they say the silver coming back up in February. February will be <laughs> next month. I really want to really know what happened with our silver. For yeah. that, that, that business registration, because yeah, boy, that'll be so sad. I tell you, we gone there. It was a good run. See you next week.